Welcome to the NPO Media Podcast, featuring interviews, stories, and creative content by individuals living with mental illness. My name is Pete Schiffman, board president of the Staten Island chapter of the National Alliance on Mental Illness. Together with fellow board member and podcast co-producer Rashid Otley, we believe that showcasing creativity and resilience provides hope, reduces stigma, and lets others know that there's so much more to a person than just a diagnosis. Opinions expressed in the podcast by individuals are their own. Please be aware of possible triggers as traumatic experiences may be shared. For episode four of the podcast, we spoke via Skype with James J. Lewis, a young man from Poughkeepsie, New York, who shares his lived experience with mental illness. As a volunteer for NAMI and People, Inc., James pursues his mission of community advocacy by providing a message of empathy and hope for young people. Hey, my name is James Lewis. My mental illness started when I was 18 years old, and it was chemically induced. It was the most devastating time of my life. I had smoked marijuana that was laced with PCP, and it was like very scary for me because it was like I was in a dream, and it felt like everything was repeating in my mind. And it felt like I wasn't going to be able to get out of that state of mind. And I was so scared. It was just unexplainable. And every time I think about it or talk about it, it feels like I might relive it. But I'm so far past it now. It was eight years ago. And I became stronger from it because I've used coping skills. I've used meditation and techniques to help me get through that time because it was very difficult and I wouldn't wish that on my own worst enemy. Me as a person, I've learned to grow from things and devastating times always come and they always pass. But there are certain things in life that shouldn't happen, but do happen. And you can grow from those things that I've learned. And I was only 18 at the time, so... I didn't know what was going on. It was just very difficult. I'm not very religious. I would like to say I'm spiritual, but with structure, if that makes any sense. Because I believe in God, and I believe in His Son, and I believe in the Holy Spirit. And I believed at that time that that was the only thing that would bring me out of that mindset. And I believe to this day that that was the only thing that brought me out because no way that I was going to be able to survive that because it was so unbelievable. I mean, when I tell you unbelievable, it felt like my thoughts were going a mile a minute. It felt like if I could explain it, it felt like I was Speedy Gonzalez mixed with the Roadrunner it mixed with something like flash. Those were my thoughts. And it was everything repeating so fast at once. I couldn't control. I had no control whatsoever. And that was just in one millisecond of, and I was screaming. I was yelling for God. I was like, help me. And no one could help me. And I was sent to the hospital. And it was like, they didn't know what was wrong with me. I was hysterical. The only thing I knew was that when I started to calm down, my family was there. I was just apologizing. I was like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Because I felt like I was doing something wrong because I just felt that way. It was just really tough because I had no clue what was going on in my mind. You know, 
it was just devastating to me because now I'm struggling with it to this day because it still feels like that sometimes, but not really, you know. Just to bring it back to that time, though, it was just more I lost touch with reality. I don't know how long it was. I didn't know where I was at all. Being so young, it, it was just nothing I could do and nothing I could say I felt at that time to really, you know, get right. But when I was in the hospital, I guess they probably injected me with something or to make me calm down. And I only stayed in there for overnight and then I ended up going home. But after that night, nothing else was the same ever again. When I started going to therapy and stuff, and taking medication, they diagnosed me with acute psychosis. Um, that's what my diagnosis was at first. And just to help people out that, you know, aren't too savvy, it just means that, like, I just was out of touch with reality for a little while. That's what my diagnosis was. It was just really tough because I didn't know what was going on. And I just didn't think anything was real anymore. After that, I started going to therapy and stuff, started taking medication. I just started feeling like nothing was real. I didn't trust anybody anymore. I just felt like my mind was not my mind anymore. I was just searching for something. I was searching for answers, and I had to find something that seemed real. That's when I started like reading a lot more. I always stayed in the house. I had a glorophobia. Like, I, I didn't want to go outside. <laughs> I'm like, no, I don't want to go outside. I don't want to talk to nobody. So I just read books, but preferably like spiritual books and stuff like the Bible and like Quran and everything and uh, other books. I'm like, I'm not going nowhere. <laughs> so, but I'm just like reading and I'm like searching for answers and started going to church. I used to go when I was younger and stuff, but I stopped going. But I started going back. I'm like, something's got to give because I'm like, I'm lost and I'm just feeling scared. But then I started just experiencing a lot of things in my life. Things kept hitting me left and right. And my mind was just on cloud nine, like cloud 10, cloud 11, like, whatever cloud it was on, I'm like, I just felt there was no escape from where I was at. I always felt that I was a good person. I always was kind to everyone. No, no matter what I did, I always tried my best to be kind to everyone from a young age till now. I never crossed anyone. I always was the one to be crossed, you know. I think that's where my depression stemmed from, you know, because after that happened, I became very depressed as well, too. It was more than a psychotic break. I became depressed other than paranoid because I felt like I was alone. You know, I felt like I was the only one going through, you know, something like this as well, too, in my mind. And it was just very scary because I, I cried every night. I was really suffering in my mind like suffering so badly. And I felt like I was not getting out of this at all. So after this, I was in and out of hospitals 
that's the thing. I can't count how many times I was in and out of hospitals. And some of them were okay experiences. Some of, like, the hospitals were, like, some of them were, like, worst experience of my life. I don't like going to the hospitals. And basically, that's what actually made me want to start advocating for myself and others, because some of the hospital experience can be so bad that you feel like you don't ever want to have a mental breakdown ever again in your life. You feel unwelcome. You feel like you're a piece of crap. And it's really sad because you're supposed to be helped there, you know, and and that's the stigma of having a mental illness is that you're looked at differently because how the media portrays having a mental illness. And it sucks sometimes because there's a lot of people out there that do have mental illness and they're really afraid to, you know, talk about it because of the stigmas. And it's really sad because they are good people. Just to bring it back, you know, I feel that when I experienced all of this in a short span of time, because I'm only 26, uh, and in this eight-year span, I experienced a lot from breakups, because before I had smoked the marijuana that was laced with PCP, I had broken up with my ex-girlfriend, and she slapped me so hard. I'm like, Yo, what happened? I, I I felt like I was I was slapped to the to the next century. <laughs> like she smacked me so hard. I'm like, dang, like what what I do to deserve that, you know? And it made me depressed, you know, and I had, you know, I smoked to like mellow out, you know, but I didn't know that and I had smoked with someone else. And that's why I distrust some people, you know, because I had trusted someone and I thought I knew them but I had smoked with someone and they they laced it up with something with the PCP and it did that to me and I'm living with this today with bipolar one disorder you know I look at it now and I wouldn't change it you know because honestly I look at it as a blessing and a curse because I wouldn't have met a lot of great people that I have met and I'm doing a lot of great things in my community because my blessing and my curse. If I didn't have what I have, I wouldn't understand what it is to live. I wouldn't understand what it is to be able to help because I feel and I believe that they helped me grow. Because when I was younger, my first job was a landscaper and I was 17 years old and I used to plant seeds. And when you plant a seed, it has to basically germinate, which means that the seed has to to die, basically, for the seed to just prosper. You know, you have to lose yourself to be able to grow, you know, to, to succeed, you have to lose yourself. It sucks sometimes because to become a beautiful flower, you have to lose certain things. People don't want to look at it like that, but it's the truth sometimes, you know, because it's a cliche. But when you look on the bright side of things, you know, it makes it a lot easier to live life. I'm 26 and I've learned so much through my experiences that it makes it a lot easier to live my life. You know, I have many successes and I have many losses, 
And my success may look a lot different from somebody else's success, but that doesn't mean that I'm not successful. I feel that because of that, a lot of people won't reach their success because they look at other successes. With mental illness, though, I feel that if people understand that it's just something that you have and you deal with, grow from, and you can still have a prosperous life if you maintain it, because I've been through hell and back, I still have a smile on my face because I know that God has kept me through all these things. I don't care what nobody says. If you keep your values and if you keep yourself, you will succeed. I help a lot of people. And by me helping a lot of people, I help myself. If you see yourself slipping off your path, you can get right back on it, you know, because I've slipped a lot. It may be something that I've lost and because I've lost it, I have the right to slip off my path and do something I shouldn't do. Sometimes it's human nature to feel the need to do something because we're, we're habitual creatures, you know, and we're a creature of habit. Once we have something that's habit causing, we, we want to hold on to it. And that's why I feel the need to always have good habits. You know, I'm an artist. I draw, you know, I enjoy my art. I enjoy drawing. I enjoy poetry. You know, I enjoy rapping, you know, spoken word. I enjoy it all. It's amazing how much art is in the world and how much people that are artists, they don't have the time to shine because there's just so much things out there that stops us from shining, you know. I feel like if we came together in the community, then we can basically do a lot for ourselves and for others because there's a lot of young people out there that are struggling definitely don't know where to turn to and don't see a bright future. But if they definitely just go for it and take a leap of faith and ask for help and reach out to someone, reach out to anyone that they need to, you know, call, call someone because there is hope out there because no one needs to suffer. I definitely took a leap of faith and I was glad I did because I'm definitely succeeding because I definitely said to myself that I wasn't going to stay stagnant and stay in the place that I wasn't going to succeed and stay in a place of darkness. And I definitely seen a light at the end of the tunnel and said, I'm going to run to it. I'm going to run for it. I appreciate that I did go for it. And I appreciate everyone that was in my corner. I even appreciate the people that weren't in my corner because it showed me to appreciate the people that are in my corner even more. I just thank God every day, you know, for the blessings that I do have. And it's just amazing how much more I'm going to have in the future and the things that I do have now. But it's honestly good to, to have this. Thank you. Thank you, James, and thank you to the listeners of the NPO Media Podcast. If you are interested in participating in a future episode, please contact us at info at npomedia.org. Thank you.